2 Thursday edition. I am your host, John Dugas, and today I am going to be breaking down uh, my positional fantasy-relevant players for tonight's Los Angeles Chargers and Kansas City Chiefs matchup, give you guys a brief injury update, and share my thoughts and predictions along with tonight's betting line. Without further ado, let's get into it. As you guys know, I love to start with the quarterbacks here, and tonight we have two absolute studs going head-to-head. First, Justin Herbert coming off of a three-touchdown, zero-interception effort against the Raiders Sunday. He's going to be playing a Chiefs defense that ranked 27th in pass yards allowed per game last year. Um, He seems to be saving his best stuff for Kansas City uh, as he averages about 282 pass yards a game to go along with a 10 touchdown to 2 interception ratio in 4 career games. Um, On top of that, he's also added 3 touchdowns on the ground during that time. Um, You drafted him probably, if I had to guess, somewhere between that 4th on the early end to, you know, 5th, 6th round in your fantasy drafts as, you know, the undisputed quarterback starter on your squad. Start him with confidence. The guy is money and having invested that kind of capital into him, you know that he's going to be your guy throughout the entire season and on the other side we have no stranger to fantasy prominence Patrick Mahomes also coming off of a fantastic 360 yard five tutty performance against the Cardinals last weekend and like Herbert gets up for this matchup as well having tossed three touchdowns in each meeting last year while averaging a very cool 335 passing yards per game like I said this guy is a stud you drafted him with complete confidence knowing this guy is going to be your starter throughout the year we have two of the very best there is no hate in this matchup nothing but love start both of these guys as you normally would heading into tonight's matchup on the running back side Austin Eckler did not do a lot last week but has averaged about 20.5 points per game in PPR um, with each meeting versus the Chiefs last year. A little bit up from his career average, um, just under 16 points per game in PPR. Um, I obviously, you know, having invested a probable first round pick. Um, into Eckler, he is a lock to be in your lineup no matter what the matchup is. I would start him with confidence as I think he's going to be leaned on considerably tonight. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on the Chiefs side of things uh, scored twice last week through the air, but I wouldn't count on that happening again tonight as the Chargers were second in passing yards allowed to running backs last season. Um, He's going to have to take advantage of a defense that was leaky against the run, ranking 30th in rushing yards allowed to strictly running backs last season. Um, Put up on average about 14 points a game versus the Chargers last year, just a tick or two up above his 12.3 points per game career average against them. And a fun little fact 
that might change tonight. He has not rushed for a touchdown against the Chargers yet in his career. So I don't um, I don't foresee, I'm not predicting a rushing touchdown, but uh, for those of you who are going to watch the game, that's definitely something to keep an eye on to see if uh, CEH can go ahead and get his first rushing career touchdown against the Chargers tonight. Uh, for those playing in deeper formats, Josh Kelly and Sony Michelle can largely be ignored uh, as they split carries behind Eckler and likely won't see a lot of action outside of change of place, change of pace play. Um, I wouldn't worry about uh, sticking those guys in your lineup unless. I mean, I, I can't fathom a, a format where you're really looking forward to starting those guys um, unless it's a negative points league. Who knows? Shooting for zeros. Um, Jarek, beg your pardon, Jarek McKinnon could be a fringe fantasy asset tonight as he serves as Kansas City's primary pass catching back. And uh, if there happens to be a negative game script, that could help him cut into Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's snap count. Um, he did rush for 22 yards on four carries, adding three catches and 27 yards in week one. He's worth roster consideration in deep leagues, especially in the event that uh, Edwards Hilaire goes down. He would be an immediate pickup. So if you have the roster space, I would definitely consider um, adding him to your squad as a, you know, a, a deep handcuff, a just in case kind of guy. Um, as Edwards Hilaire has proven that he, you know, is, I don't want to say susceptible to the injury bug, but he has missed time previously, so he could be worth that roster stash. And lastly, on the running back side, rookie Isaiah Pacheco actually led the team, the Chiefs, in rushing in week one with the 62-yard and touchdown performance, but that was due in large part due to playing in garbage time in a very lopsided affair. Uh, I really like his long-term potential, but I wouldn't trust starting him this week as I think this game is much more likely to be a close one. Um, similar to, to the Kelly and Michelle on the Chargers side, he's probably a change of pace guy. I wouldn't look for him to do uh, very much tonight. Uh, the receivers, Mike Williams for the Chargers, only saw four targets last week, was not productive at all, but he should be started with extreme prejudice tonight as he will be the clear-cut number one option with Keenan Allen out for tonight's game. Um, averaged 19.5 points a game last year against the Chiefs, definitely put up some of his best games and um, significantly higher over his 13 points per game for his career. Uh, also sticking to the Chargers side of things, Josh Palmer will see more work tonight with Allen out, but wasn't particularly productive last week. And uh, another guy I want you to keep an eye out on was DeAndre Carter, who surprised most of us last week by being Herbert's most productive receiver um, last week with a three catch 64 yard and one touchdown line. Uh, if you guys are into daily fantasy, he could be worth a look uh, for the game tonight. Moving on to the Chiefs side, Juju Smith-Schuster definitely had a solid game. Uh, his Chiefs debut with a six-catch, 79-yard performance. Um, he is facing a tougher Chargers defense that ranked in the top six 
in receptions, yards, and touchdowns allowed against receivers last year. Um, I would still start him. I would still play him. Likely looking at wide receiver two and on the downside, maybe you know on the low side, wide receiver three numbers, but definitely worth a spot in your starting lineup. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling with a four catch, 44 yard performance, also in his Chiefs debut, is Patrick Mahomes' best downfield threat. But once again, the Chargers do a pretty good job of keeping the lid on high flying offenses. Um, that's a very boom bust, uh, risky start. I don't necessarily recommend it. And at this point in the season, Hopefully the injury bug hasn't taken hold of your team and forced you to make a decision on starting a guy like Valdez Scantling. So I would leave him as a bench stash for now. Uh, McCole Hardman, three catches, 16 yards, and a touchdown against the Cardinals last week. Was used mostly around the line of scrimmage and ran significantly fewer routes than both Juju and MVS. He's not worth your start. Um, he's likely not going to be fantasy relevant unless an injury to Smith-Schuster or MVS takes place. And even then, from what we've seen so far, uh, very boomer bust, um, Sammy Watkins-like, if you will, uh, in my estimate uh, estimation. So I would not be starting him tonight. And then lastly, a, a, a rookie that I know a lot of us are high on, Sky Moore, uh, debuted with a one-catch, 30-yard performance. Um, he just doesn't see enough time right now as a pass catcher. He's just not on the field enough. Um, cannot recommend starting him unless, for some reason, uh, your scoring system awards kick and punt return yardage points or you know, you know, points based off returns. Um, as he is the Chiefs' primary guy in that department. Um, but in most standard and even PPR scoring, uh, the only points you're getting from returns are touchdowns, and clearly we can't bank on that alone. So leave him as a bench stash for now. Moving on to the tight ends. On the Chargers side of things, Gerald Everett is um, is a very sneaky good play, I think, tonight uh, could be a viable red zone option again for Herbert this week uh, coming off of a three catch 54 yard and one touchdown performance last week against the Raiders Kansas City was only you know we'll say middle of the pack in production allowed versus tight ends last season so if you're looking for a streamer this week definitely look at Everett um, he could be um it could be a nice option, especially for DFS guys who are looking to save money by not going the Kelsey route, which in this case I just can't recommend. Uh, speaking of Kelsey, eight catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown last week. Clearly a must start in any format. Led the team with a 23% target share and is very clearly the top target for Mahomes in the post Tyreek Hill offense. Um, I mean, if you needed any more persuasion, which I doubt it, but uh, the Chargers ranked 31st in touchdowns allowed 
and dead last in reception, uh, or beg your pardon, receiving yards allowed to tight ends last year. They were absolutely awful in defending tight ends. Kelsey is the creme de la creme. Start him as you normally would. Um, and then finally, defenses. Um, I can't recommend starting either one of these defenses even though the Chargers coming off a six-sack, three-pick showing against the Raiders, um, I would not consider starting them against Kansas City um, for obvious reasons. You typically want to avoid any offense led by Patrick Mahomes um, as he can put some points up on you in a hurry. Kansas City, very similar. Stay away from them. They did not register even a single sack versus Herbert last year and only picked him off twice while allowing 29 points a game. Stay away from him. This has all the makings of a shootout tonight. So whatever you do, try to find alternative defenses to play if you are considering starting either one of these squads. That does it for the player matchups. When we come back, I'll touch on the injuries and the betting uh betting lines and predictions stay tuned this is john's big board we'll be right back all right welcome back to john's big board in the abbreviated Thursday edition here for week two covering the LA Chargers and the Kansas City Chiefs matchup. As I mentioned in the previous segment, wanted to uh, take a quick hit at some injuries tonight. Once again, Keenan Allen is out tonight with a hamstring injury. So Mike Evans, or beg your pardon, Mike Williams is, um, is definitely a must start and, um, we're not sure exactly how long Allen is out, but tonight he will not be playing in quarterback or cornerback JC Jackson is listed as questionable with an ankle injury. If he is to miss time, um, I mean, look for even more success on the Chiefs offensive end as he is the top defensive back for the Chargers. On the Chiefs' side of things, kicker Harrison Butker is out with a left ankle injury suffered last week uh, against the Cardinals. Uh, Matt Amendola will be kicking tonight for the Chiefs. You know, take that as you would. Um, kickers are a very flexible and streamable position. You can, you know, play matchups or, you know, to me, it's a lot of it is just kicking luck. You never know, so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't necessarily be rushing to the waiver wire to get Matt Amendola tonight. Um, but if for some reason you are a Chiefs homer and you you know you gotta have the guy, then have fun. It could be a shootout, so who knows? You might be in line for some big points. Uh, moving on to the last segment for this particular show, we got the betting lines and just. Looking into it here, the overwhelming bets and the money line are going and money are going on the money line for Kansas City. Um, they are negative 230 to win on the money line. 
uh, while also being four and a half point favorites. Um, there is a little bit more of an even spread with these, uh, with the spread, with approximately only 56% going in favor of the Chiefs. Um, the over/under is 54, with a lot of the money and the bets on the over. Looking at it, I do have the Chiefs taking the win at home, uh, so I like the money line. Um, I'm inclined, if you're playing the spread, my gut is telling me to go with the Chargers here. Take the four and a half and take the Chargers. Um, I like it. I think it's going to be a close, um, well-contested game as it normally is. The over-under being 54, so much money and so much bets on the over. I'm inclined to just... I think it's going to be closer to the under. I not by much. I'm I'm in that 50 to 52 point range. So my once again my gut is telling me to take the under, but uh, of course betting the over is way more fun and way less stressful. So if you guys are betting and looking to uh, make some wagers, there you have it. That's going to cover the week 2 Thursday matchup with the Chargers and Chiefs. Hope you enjoyed what you're hearing. Sunday, I'm going to have a great show for you. We're going to cover the slate of Sunday games as well as the Monday night game. Going to have you a great interview, some great content. Stick around for that. Once again, hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you to uh, Anchor, Spotify, and um, still working on getting some other platforms as well set up for hosting. But uh, no matter how you're listening, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for listening. If you want to get a hold of me with any start, sit, questions, any advice, any you know, questions at all, you can find me on Twitter at HotMikeJohn, H-O-T-M-I-C-J-O-N. Always look forward to hearing back from you guys. Until then, enjoy the game tonight. Have a great one. Take care.